Hey everybody, we're here for This Is Gonna Hurt and D&D, yeah. Woo! Ow. <laughs> it's the force that enthusiasm. <laughs> and deafened. Uh, oh no, hey guys, this is This Is Gonna Hurt, Sorry. I'm Jeremy, uh, we are a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast and uh, we are here just to have a good time and we're so glad you're here joining us listening in so um i feel like i'm listening to bob ross <laughs> i'm gonna right, have guys, some, some uh, happy little fights here and we're gonna paint some trees happy little goblins, happy little goblins. <laughs> and we're gonna sploosh them <laughs> it sounds weird when you say it that calm <laughs> wow all right so hey um the script is gone, so I'm just going flying, <laughs> flying solo here. All right, so we're going to be. Uh, I want to go around the circle and just introduce everyone. Uh, we're gonna go one by one. We're also gonna ask a question, like we do every session. And uh, this session, this question, is gonna be more D and D focused. And the question going to my left is going to be, what is your favorite Dungeons and Dragons monster, and why? Hey everybody, I'm Owen. I am the DM. I'm torn between two. They serve very similar roles. One is old in my heart, and then this new one I've kind of been like obsessing over a little bit lately. I'm gonna go with the new one. I'm gonna go with the homunculus. Yeah. <laughs> just the, uh, the the old one was gonna be an imp because I just like every wizard I've come up in my head. Just I've wanted them to have an imp familiar, and just because they're really I don't know. There's something like really cute and devious about them but i don't know the picture of the homunculus in the monster manual is like really adorable it's like a little weird little squirrel golem yeah it's strange. like a flying squirrel golem mixed with like a, it's, a it's, sack it's, of flour it literally, <laughs> it's like it's like stitch with wings yeah oh, yeah yes yeah, and there's something wings. really appealing about it to me that's cool yeah and yeah, i don't know it. just that special to make it, a, you need ash and clay and mandrake root. This is from Xanathar's guy. They added a create homunculus spell. Right. And a, a, a dagger worth 1,000 gold pieces to give your own blood to, like, those components to, like, yeah. full metal alchemize them into <laughs> this. And it's just like, I don't know, it's, like, really neat to me. That sounds pretty rad. It's the process. Like, it's, it's, it's literally your monster. Yeah. It's not like a familiar. Like, you summoned a spirit and put it in an animal. It's like... I made this. This is mine. I made this. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, so I've been, I've been crushing hard on homunculi. The D&D version is not like the sexy full metal alchemist versions. Oh. <laughs> you're, oh. you're really all about that gluttony. <laughs> yeah, gluttony is just my... Gluttony. Oh, God. <laughs> the bee's knees. Oh, dear. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, I was Owen. I... <laughs> I I is. I was Owen. The DM formerly known as Owen. Okay, we're going to stop right there. Anyway, hi everybody. Uh, my name is Craig. I play Windark Thesis, the Dragonborn Barbarian. I came up with one before, and then Alex actually mentioned his favorite monster, and it reminded me of my favorite horror monster, but I'm not going to rip on... Like his kind of category, but anyway, did I say my favorite monster? You you, you mentioned hinted, you hinted at it. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. And like I remembered that I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But anyway, um, I, I opened do up another one. I got I got 
doodles. <laughs> I got so much in my head, man. Got a it's manual full of them. Who DMing need, so much got right labradoodles. <laughs> Who needs monkeys in a barrel? You got monsters in a barrel. Yeah. Anyway, my favorite monster is the Grell because it just looks like Mother Brain, but with a bird beak. Oh, and it's really yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just ridiculous. Minis. Yeah. <laughs> I use those minis once to represent... Uh, the priests of yep. the resurgence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, Those are just like, they're like, what are we fighting? Oh God, <laughs> they're Metroids. So I was <laughs> already. <laughs> they were like shrieking and everything, uh. but <laughs> but yeah, I just think they're really funny looking. Listeners, I wish you could see Craig right now. He looks like Simba from The Lion King. Nah. <laughs> hey, hey guys. Uh, it is Alex here. I play Korath Orthane, our Goliath Paladin for the party. My monster I picked is a brass dragon because I think they are just so cool. They are both aquatic and they're like aquatic dragons as well as like doing the whole normal dragon sky or like chilling like mountains thing. But my favorite part about them is that they love hanging around humans and they're fascinated by them. So they, they like disguise themselves as humans and will like insert themselves into human culture and they'll just like hang out there, often in affluent positions, but they just like to learn about people. Are they sorely disappointed? Because humans are pretty terrible. <laughs> I mean, in D&D worlds, usually they're a little bit better. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my answer. Would, you, would it blow your mind if I told you that you actually met a brass dragon? No. Disguised as a human? No. Thus far in the campaign? It would not. Oh. It would not blow my mind. <laughs> Well, then you didn't. Who? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Damn. Okay. Hi, guys. This is Steven. I play Brimley, the Diviner Tempest. Sorry, the Tempest Diviner. Fun fact, Brimley's name is so long that D&D Beyond can't display the whole name. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. All right. So my favorite monster from the Monster Manual has to be the Ankeg. Ankeg? Okay. Ankeg. Because... When I first started DMing, I did a whole bunch of like humanoid things, and I liked to throw issues at my players at the time that were very like moral conundrums, like whether or not they should kill these hunters or like these goblins that weren't really bothering anybody and stuff like that. Uh, but Ankegs were the first monster that was like a non-humanoid thing that I threw in my campaign, and they've had a special place in my heart since then. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Hey, and we're back to me. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I play Jinta, a... Tortle cleric. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, good time. I Just almost good. said the other thing. No, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> too uh, soon. <laughs> too soon. He's dead. Wait, no. Oh. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, so I've actually been listening. I've been taking you know longer car rides and stuff. I've listened to a lot more podcasts. And a monster that's really intrigued me is uh, like any version of the hag. Yeah. I really like, I really like yeah, the role awesome. play value. Uh, honestly, like just the fact that they go like strictly for like beauty, like they just they they just hate beauty, you know. Like I, I just find that so intriguing. Like the the fact that the 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 DMs that I've been listening to play with these characters, these uh, monsters, have been really strict with like you know who is the most beautiful in the party. That's who we're gonna go for. You know, what I mean, it's not like a you hit me. It doesn't really matter. You know, it, I don't know. It's just the role play value there is, is there for me. So I really like that. Yeah, that's a cool element. Yeah, cool. I wouldn't step it up. 
More hags. Okay. All the hags. I Actually, yeah. You walk into a room. Wanna, there's six hags. Hag convention. <laughs> no one hits us. <laughs> a real question. Turtle. Who would, gave me the ugly. Who would the who would the hag attack? Clearly, in the party, the giant man with the glorious beard. Who, yeah, that's, that's true. That's no, honestly, I, I would go. I would personally go by who has the highest charisma, and I have zero. I well, have charisma one. doesn't necessarily. I mean, right? Doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> beauty. It can, but it doesn't have to. Yeah, it's often used as a substitute in D and D because there's really no way to. There's no beauty character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're ugly, you can convince people that you're. Beautiful. It's hard. It's hard because it's it's uh, beauty is in the eye of uh, another favorite monster, beholder. Hey, um, oh, hey. Ooh, because in his um, single eye, hey, guys. That would be a good shirt. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we'd be big goners. <laughs> that was to cut that out. We gotta. No, no, I mean, like, you have that. to live with that. Now. <laughs> no. Owen. Because <laughs> I mean, dragonborns, dragonborns. Like, can you really compare like a dragonborn to a turtle to a gnome to a Goliath? They're very I mean, I think different. We're pretty reptilian. If you, it depends on her taste, I think. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I think it would it would be the healthiest creature, in the sense <laughs> who has the most appealing. Coat <laughs> for mating. <laughs> We're gonna go into animal behavior now. <laughs> there, the hags like, are actually behavioral biologists. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no male equivalent to a hag in D and D, right? There's no heeg. <laughs> I would call it a warlock, but that's a thing already. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same as a hag. No, like, called a they hug. do have, they do have succubi <laughs> and incubi. Yeah, they do like heeg. I think I, we I, have to make a heeg. To my knowledge, I don't. That, that works. <laughs> <laughs> a really disgruntled wizard just makes a heek. Wait a second. Did you assume the hag's gender? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out. Um, guys, I'm getting out of my house. <laughs> All right. um, yeah. That's good. That was a fun one. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Hi, guys. Before we get started with everything else today, too, we just want to say that Owen and Steven, that's me, we were guests on a podcast called Nilbox Tavern like two months ago. And it aired, but we never had like announcements about it like we did in certain places but just not on the podcast so we did want to say if you have some time we're going to publish that on our channel too it's called Nilbox Tavern and it features Brimley and Adrisar and it's run by some of the guys over from the Sea Dogs podcast and they're pretty cool too so check them out check out that episode and let's play some D&D so just to remind you guys you have chips Mm -hmm. use them if you don't remember what they do, check the last 90 episodes or something. We haven't made that many. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Well, I think we're Whoa. on like 88 or something like That's that. That's nuts. Including Christmas episodes and like breaks nuts. and everything. We're at 92. That, we're wow. almost at our 100th episode. And we, I mean, we when, something special. when we we're start. We're also almost at 100,000 downloads. What? And when we started, like we were like, oh, like half hour, half hours, <laughs> half hour an episode. But we really get closer to 45 yeah, we do. to an hour. Yeah, we Right. Each episode. I guess we're redoing that whole thing. No, I think no, that's part of the conversation. Oh, okay, never mind. So I, think, I figured we were just I'm editing that out. out. No, no. Keep saying. Okay, cool. We're gonna edit when he said. So I guess we're gonna redo that whole conversation. And this. And, and this. this. And this. And this. You know what my this. favorite this. thing this. to do is is when you guys say, oh, "Let's edit that out." <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think it's everyone who edits favorite thing. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Evil black match. Okay. Cool. So to pick up where we. Put down last time. You are walking into the saloon of Secret Sea. Well, three of you are. Korath, Windar, and Junta are walking into the saloon. Brimley is still at the bar of the Barking Bard, working vigorously on 
re-completing his new spellbook. Yep. The three of you, if you remember, you surrendered your weapons. Yep. As you walked into the saloon, because they said that, yeah, you know, you're in a seedier part of town, but this is kind of a neutral zone. So, you know, you can imagine that there might be, in this part of the city, there might be some gangs or conflicting gangs. And this did is, they take my shield? This is kind of a neutral zone. I think they did. I don't remember. They took your staff. They definitely, definitely took, took your staff. stick. I'm going to say that they take they took your shield they because it's it's just a... I don't know. It's a it's a symbol of fighting. You know, it's like a or or they're going to ask to take your shield. They're not literally beating the shield off of you. You can choose not to. They just might not let you in the saloon, which you could be okay with. So I think they would take your shield because, you know, why would you need a shield if you're not going to start any trouble? Basically. Okay. Cool. So these claws, homie. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Can't can't take those. (laughs) So you walk into the bar. This is what you see. Okay, I have a little sketch drawn for your own use. This is viewers. It's beautiful. I mean, listeners. It's beautiful. It's really not. It's hyper realistic thing (laughs) I've ever seen. We'll we'll post it so you guys can see it. So you walk into this bar. I can't draw that well. What you see in front of you is. A bar. I'll describe the bartender don't in a moment. Don't walk into it. Right. You don't, well, I'd, I'd avoid it if, if I were you. Thank you. It'll hurt your head. <laughs> Immediately to your left, when you walk in the front door, there is another door. It is closed. Okay. Okay. In the room, there are three round tables, four chairs at each table. The corner table has three individuals sitting at it. One of the other tables has a halfling sleeping on the table. And there are two doors in the back of the room. One has a circular window that looks very much like a kitchen door. The other one has a sign that has a depiction of a little man and a little woman, indicating there are chamber pots within uh, I described the three. The three guys sitting at the corner table are thug-like. Okay, they're big, and they've got big mugs full of beer. Do they live the thug life? <laughs> yeah, they do. Except when they're in therapy, and then they live the hug life. I mean, it's a bug's life. <laughs> Get on the carpet. It's a rug's life. Ah. Uh. So anyway, Shrug's life. <laughs> I'm about to drink this beer at Chug's life. <laughs> okay. We can make more jokes. Steve's yeah. Um, not here. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, the bartender is a human. He has sandy blonde hair, quite like Alex's. He's wearing just kind of like a really dark green short sleeve tunic. And he's doing various bar things. So just to remind you, you are in the Saloon of Secret Sea because you have decided that you want to track down Toko because he's gone crazy or something and might be with the bad guys or whatever. And you got, you heard that somebody from the assembly, that's the good guys, that one of their undercover agents 
has is kind of scouting out this part of town because he's been looking for the location of one of like the secret bases. You know, is there one in Stromals and things like that? So that is why you are here. Okay. So we've walked in at this point. You have walked in at this point. Just just for clarification here, halfling sleeping at one table. Yeah. And they're 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 really thug like. There's a Ermagerd, there's a Goliath. There's a dwarf, and there's a half orc. Okay. Sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. I think this is the first leather Goliath we've got. I think so. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so as we walk in, uh, I guess, who's walking in first? Oh. I, I'd be last, because I was giving a stink on my stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I was pretty... I was. I gave it up I pretty think Korath was the first one. Um, yeah, so Korath's going to walk in. Uh, as he walks in, uh, do any of these individuals look at all familiar? No. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, Just a note, as you walk in, you hear muffled conversation to your left. There's a closed door to your left, and you hear conversation happening. You guess you hear maybe five or six voices, kind of all just, okay, you know, laughing and, and things like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Korath's gonna go up to the bar. Actually, no, he's gonna, he, he's gonna get in, he's gonna walk in about five, ten feet, uh, like, right past the door, and then he's gonna wait for the rest of his group to get in before he go, walks over the bar. Do I hear that muffled speaking? Yeah. Can I make a perception check to see if I can listen close, more closely without, like, I don't want to get, like, right next to the door, but okay. I want to, like... They're not... It's, it's, not a, it's not a difficulty of hearing. It'd be a difficulty of passing it off as you're not, you know, uh, to not attract some kind of attention. Because they're not whispering. If, you're, if your ear is close enough to the door, you will hear what they're saying more clearly. It's really just how can you play that off. So if you want to roll, you know, a stealth check, which it makes no sense because you're in the open thing, but, you know, you can. If you want to do something to try to, you know, raise your chances, you can do that too. What are you going to do? Can I cast Thermatogy on the door? Can you cast Thermatogy on the door? To, for, to what end? To make it swing open. <laughs> uh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Now my question is, if I... Do you, Does that have a verbal component? It's only verbal. Okay. So you have to say something. And it needs to be... It needs to be unlocked. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it needs to be unlocked. You, oh, an unlocked door. Yeah. Do I know if it's... <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if it's locked. <laughs> I don't know if it's locked. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh my! I'm gonna do it. Cause I, I don't. I mean, clo- why? Why close doors? I don't know. You're, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. It's okay. Well, what do you say? This is tough, man. I, I don't know. I just say something in 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 Tortle that's just like nobody can understand. Is there a Tortle language, or is it Aquan? I don't know. It didn't say. It, it was Aquan. I, I think. It's, I think it's yeah. Aquan. So I say something in Aquan that nobody okay. would understand. Okay. And like just under my breath. The door rattles in its frame and does not open. And I go, ah! <laughs> the the bartender, the the three the three guys all look over. The halfling wakes up. <laughs> the bar the bartender just like looks up, gives that like smirk, nods his head, winks at you, and just like goes back to cleaning something. <laughs> you feel you hear is Windar in the I am, yeah, I'm next to Korath. Okay, so 
Wait, J or G for Junta? G. G. Sir, I'll just. In the, in the doorway. Korath is going to walk to the bar now. The GWB. So, as, so we'll say that Korath was walking to the bar and Windar is next to him. While this was all happening. So, hey. Do you, after you do that to the door and you, you see it do that, do you keep walking or do you stand there and watch it? Nike walking. Okay, so you, you do as well. So you're, you're not exactly in the door when this happens, but you hear unlocking and the door opens outward. And a man steps out, and he's uh, slimy. Is like the best way yeah. I can describe him. Is he, he goopy? He <laughs> is he greasy? <laughs> he, you know, he's he's like he's he's got a a greasy mullet. Yeah, and uh, he's got like a cigar in his mouth. Oh, he's one of these boys. And and he goes, "Hey, what the hell is that?" Is he a short guy? Yeah, he's he's average height. He's average height. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he's a short guy for Cora. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett, we told you that we don't want anybody no knocking on the doors. And and the bartender goes, yeah, uh, strong breeze, I guess. Windows open. I, I don't know. And he goes, all right, don't let it happen again. And he, like, he's, he's you know, he's flaunting a Tough little bit. Tough guy. Yeah. Tough and, guy. you know, the door closes and uh, the, you know, you hear a lock and... So on, so forth. It's worth a try. <laughs> um, Korath uh, says, "Like, yeah, crazy wind." Wow. So, um, I guess so, right? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, can I get uh, three ales, my friend? Absolutely. Hey, can I ask uh, what um, what are you in the mood for, flavor-wise? Flavor. You want something strong? You want something? Yeah, I'll take something. We'll get her. Strong. Something strong. What about you? I'll take something light, please. Light. You? He'll have strong as well. Uh, All right. What is... What? And he turns... And so he turns and you see him, you know, plays with the taps a bit, fills things, spends just a little bit too much time after the beers have been poured and then brings them back and puts them in front of you. What's this? I don't it's know. A, it's a nail. Would, uh, it's a friend order for you. You want something else? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I ordered three. Two of them are mine. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, so you want two more? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I just, can I just have water, please? Oof, big spender. All right. <laughs> he, uh, he, he brings you a very small glass <laughs> of water. That's going to be a silver right there. Just, you know, hey, times are tough. Clean water and all that. I, whip, I pull out a gold piece and put it on the counter and say, I got him. Wow. All right. Thanks. You can keep the change just in case. And he does so. Puts it in cool. a little. I take out my notebook and I write down that water is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Where I come from, water is everywhere. <laughs> water. Worth money? Um, do you, do you, sell do you water? look at the water like puzzled at that? Like, like yeah. hearing that it's expensive? Yeah. Be like, well, you know what, you know, you've heard what's happening, right? I mean, all the freshwater lakes, everything, the sulfur. Um, no, where no? where I come from, water is is uh pretty much pro- doesn't cost. It's free. Oh, I mean, listen, I mean, it was, but you know, I don't know. Past couple of months, I don't think they say things have been getting better. I don't know if you guys heard anything, but that, what you, that, well, what do you mean? Okay, this is all knowledge. You know this already. 
when you were traveling to yeah. Stromals, just to remind yeah, you. Yeah, that, that there's, the um, there's fire fire environmental yeah. disaster. Yeah. I know nothing. Craziness. You're right. You you probably might not know anything yeah. about this. Windar is going to just engage in casual conversation. Just ask, um, what do you mean? Like, what what's going on? Um, we've we haven't really heard much about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, past couple months. Wildfires and, and 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 temperature. I mean, look. I mean, think about it. It's it's jaundice right now. I mean, it should be snow on the ground, and this is not. I mean, it's a little. It's been a little colder the past couple of days, but I don't know. That's true. Crazy. It, for the water, though, the water. What is anything being done about that? I mean, I'm. I don't mind like paying the price for it, but just is is it getting any better? Do you know? Like, is um, the, I don't know. What's what's being done about it? That's um, that. I mean, that's sulfur. I mean, I, I don't know. There, there must have been some kind of. I'm um, not a can uh, I, oh I, can I do pathologist? Can I do a persuasion check to or try and persuade him to pull out any information? Like if he knows what's going on with the royal family, if they're doing anything about it, just oh, like okay. what's going on with the royal I'd, family. I'd, during I'd this suggest time. asking a little more directly. Okay. Um, it is are the higher ups doing anything about this? Like, are they helping the people out? This seems pretty serious. Ooh, twelve plus twelve, twenty-four. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't see this so much in this part of town, but you know, I don't know. There's like some guys, and they wear funny hats, and they, I don't know. You see them like doing weird, funny hat things with the water. Really? Yeah, they just wear these like pink bandanas. I don't know. Strange. I, oh, I, I that's odd. I didn't. Oh. I'm not the costume committee. This is a really weird question. Yeah. But we saw. Sorry. Bless you. We, we saw recently that there was some. I guess, hey, Frogo, you want a refill? And the dwarf goes, Yeah, of course. This is like really drunk dwarf. And, uh, and, so, <laughs> and so he, he, he knows. He's, mm-hmm. you know. And, but as soon as when the dwarf goes, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this little. It's kind of a funny sight, really. <laughs> Bless you. Salute. I'm gonna be next. Okay. I'm gonna be Craig. This. I'm gonna be you. What do you call the the mug that has a lid? Stein. A Stein. Yeah. yeah. And so this little yeah he says, "Hey thonk," <laughs> and this little Stein with arms and legs crawls up from the bar, grabs a mug, <laughs> and starts filling it, and then just literally it's again funny sight because it's literally it, this. I'm hoping we'll blow your characters' minds because it's very strange. Yeah, probably it, never seen anything like this. Yeah, but this little this little Stein with arms and legs picks up this other beer mug, <laughs> and has lifted it just up on the ground, and it's just dragging it along the bar. <laughs> oh! And then it starts to disappear behind the bar because you assume there's teeny little steps. <laughs> and oh, and it's just I'm like I'm following it. And, <laughs> it's, and it's literally it's gonna take minutes. I'm following it for oh. this beer to get to the person who ordered the beer. Hold up a minute. What is that? Yeah. That's Thonk. I, yeah, you called it Thonk. What yeah. is Thonk? He's my tiny servant. That's really cool. I know, right? How, where'd you learn how to do that? Uh, magic school. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're, you're a mage. Yeah, I mean, there's some ambiguity. Amb- Ambiguities? There's some ambiguity there. Uh, wizard. Oh, yeah. You know, magic user. Yeah, I'm not some... 
common sorcerer or bard or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bards are the worst. <laughs> right? I mean, sure. No, 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 no. They're not, they're not the worst. I mean, magic. Oh, okay. Listen, magic is magic. I'm just saying, you know, I worked hard for, you know, what, that, I, what I know. I just, fair. you know. Like, um, of course, like, I kind of feel like the magic I learned is kind of oh, you're, street, you're, street uh, magic, oh, I guess. Shoot, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. You, don't worry about it. Are you bard? A little bit. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. My, I, my, I, I talk without thinking sometimes. My dad was Before, a bard, so I'm a bard. Clunk. Just kidding. Clunk, just you hear thuds Before, behind the bar of a beer mug just hitting stuff. I like this place. Step, step. Um, before Korath takes a drink of one of the ales that he has in front of him, mm-hmm. he is going to look at the head of the ale, mm-hmm. the foam. Does it look like it has been disturbed somehow? No. Okay, he's going to take a sip. But if you want to look really carefully, I'm gonna look really carefully. You can roll a perception right. check. Cool, man. I'm following this whole thing. You can use okay. the box. That's, if you that's my favorite part, actually. Yeah, is yeah. You guys are still having this conversation after seeing this thing, but Junta like got up and is like watching it as it descends. And I am taking notes on this. <laughs> so you literally, so it's literally there's a there's a staircase built into the bar. It's not part of the bar. It's like an addition. Yeah. And it's it's very carefully sliding its step. Yep. And when, he, and when he gets to the floor, step. like I'm, I'm gonna almost crawl behind it to like study this thing. <laughs> I don't pack Sorry, no, I said I'm following. I'm like crawling on the ground when he gets to the ground. So <laughs> I am so following this thing. Okay, looks like Scooby Doo, like no, he's sniffing <laughs> for a clue. And if it, if it tries to look back at me, I will withdraw into my shell. With your, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm preparing an action now. With your. That's going to happen. We just got to give it a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. With your 10 yeah. perception check, you see nothing wrong with the head of your beer. Okay. Of your, of your ale. Of my ale. Okay. What about the other one? <laughs> Do you want to look at the other one? No. Okay. Karat's <laughs> uh, going to start drinking. Okay. He's going he's gonna to down the first one, and then he's going to move on. He's you notice. Slowly on the second. You notice this yeah. taste is exactly what you asked for. Perfect. It's it's perfect. perfect it's literally it's <laughs> literally perfect. No, it doesn't look dark. Oh, okay. The color doesn't match what the taste is. It okay, looks so like cruddy simple beer, but it's it a white tastes it's a white it's a white yeah. it's a white chocolate stout. Cool. But it that's what it tastes like. <laughs> wow. It tastes like a strong white chocolate stout <laughs> or uh, or a or a Belgian triple. Well, no, you asked for strong, so it's like that's strong. It, it doesn't. It doesn't taste what you want in your mind. It oh. tastes as you described okay. to him. So you just took a normal beer and put liquor in. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It, it tastes. It tastes like a a, a strong beer. Got it. Beer. Okay. Um, Does Winter <clears throat> want to do something? Yeah. Um, he was saying before. I, this is good. The be- tiny servant looks at Junta. I go on my shelf. As soon as <laughs> as soon as it reaches the bottom step, it dusts off its hands a little bit. And then realizes it feels like it's it gives this pause like it's being watched, and then it quickly turns its head shell. to you, <laughs> and you go in your shell, <laughs> and then it it like slowly like turns back to the beer. I slowly stick my head out. It turns back to you. Back. <laughs> and then it like it like walks over to you, and it like just takes its teeny little glass hand, ceramic, ceramic hand. <laughs> Actually, I'm imagining a metal stein. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm imagining a metal stein. So it takes this little metal hand, and it just, like, pats your shell. It's not, like, exploring you. It's, like, 
Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Turtle. I, so I, I stick my hand out and I like poke it. <laughs> as your as your finger is approaching, it takes its finger and it tries to Michelangelo you. I e- do it. E.T. <laughs> I was imagining the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Yeah. It does so. Okay, so back to Windar. Sorry. I cut you off for dramatic effect. No, it's okay. Um, this is a bit of a weird question, but we we noticed that like uh, a few dignitaries came into town. You know, we might, might be able to find them, like just so we can like ask them about this problem. It's kind of serious. Dignitaries came to town? town. Like who? I I don't know. I just saw those huge fanfare like from the festival from the monarch and <laughs> everything. People from down here don't go up there. <laughs> Fair enough. Their I, world, our world. That's a shame. I'm sorry. Hey, Ivan, did you hear anything about dignitaries coming into town and the half orc? Looks up at you. Um, what's the what's the dimmer He's like, guys, never mind. <laughs> says says Emmett, the bartender. Point taken. Um, at this point, the dwarf gets up, walks over to the beer, the actual beer, picks it up. Takes a silver, opens the lid of the stein, and clinks in and and closes it. And he goes, thanks, little guy. And uh, and he goes back to his table and and then now clinking the whole way up. Yeah, <laughs> thunk like a bell. Has to, and 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 he has a harder time going up the stairs. So it's a little bit more like a climb. I help him up the stairs. Do you? I go. I pick him up and I put him up. Oh my go. god! So, so as adorable. as as soon as your like claws, so as your claws kind of wrap around him, his arms and legs just kind of flail goopily, goopily, Good And he doesn't he doesn't let out an audible ah, but like the clanging of the silver inside of him almost sounds like ah. <laughs> and you put him on the table and he, or on the bar and he uh, he he scurries back and. The Emmet opens it up, takes the silver, puts it in his little thing, and he, and then Thonk sits, leans up against the wall, and just begins to play with a napkin. Oh my god, that's amazing! Uh, you have to show me how to do that, please. Uh, uh, he takes a spell book out from behind the bar, and he opens it, and he goes, "See, right there." I mean, you can't read it because, you know, it's my. I made up this language, you know, not to brag or anything. We might send a friend of ours down here. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was showing to you because I know you can't read it. Can I try to I read mean, it? Do you know, you know a wizard? Yeah. Does he specialize in anything? He's a diviner. Hmm. Kind of a soft subject, but not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a conjurer, let me tell you. That, oh man, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and he closes the book, and he uh, and it looks it looks bizarre. It doesn't look like any alphabet. Can I try to like read it anyway? Just oh, like, you can just, so try. Just, roll. Just mash up. Get a, a forty. Let's go. Just, okay, Get a forty. <laughs> let's roll. It literally, it's literally a All like right. you can tell it's an alphabet he created. Okay. And yeah. It's, it's it it doesn't look like any script. Maybe with hours you could like do some associate. I don't. But yeah, it's wow. Yeah, you know that's some neat scrolling you got. Got to jealously guard your and then the door flies open. And the same kind of weaselly looking bloke uh, walks up to the bar and says, "Ah, Emmett, we need uh, six more." And he goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, absolutely, sir." And he and he grabs a bottle of clear liquid and he 
six glasses. He fills them, puts them on a tray. And I go, um, he's like, you want me to take them? And he's like, no, 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 I got them. And he grabs the tray and he, and he, and he brings them in. You hear the door close. Mm-hmm. Boss. Um, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, he's, you know, very important. Who? Tell Tom I said that he, I thought I laughed at him. Um, <laughs> gonna try and persuade him again. Just so, so tell me when I like leans in, like trying to, I don't know, I guess, um, rub elbows with him and be like, so, uh, wh- who is he anyway? 17. Oh, from a five? You got a plus 12. I have a plus 12. <clears throat> Whoa. I, yeah. Ours, He's man. Double proficiency. That's crazy. Um, I mean, you know, he's like a, he's like a, like a low level thug. The boss isn't going to come get the drinks for all, you know what I mean? Fair enough. He's like a, you know, gopher. Go to the door, <clears throat> check who's at the door, go get the drink, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Who, My opinion, worse than being me. <laughs> I guess so. At least hey. I get to have pleasant conversation and he I, takes a drink from behind the bar and he like raises it to you guys. We all clink, 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 I come clink, back. clink, clink. Okay. <laughs> you, put, you put your shell in. Like, Hold on. Oh, sorry. You, you go. No, I, I, I come in and take my water and. Okay, as you so as you, they're raising in, you run over to grab your water. Thonk gets up and he runs. <laughs> and as your glasses are meeting, he kind of just like puts his hands up and just like touches them all. Yeah. <laughs> and, she just uh, waits all day long. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> and Emmett just Emmett just kind of like rubs the top of him, uh, little guy. And he, and he scampers back and continues to play with the napkin. Hey man, <laughs> oh my hey, god! Hey man, one thing for sure: you, if you were him, you wouldn't be able to have your little guy around. Yeah, that could be true. Who, who does he report to then? Who's, uh, who's his boss? Um. <sighs> listen, I like you and all, but you know, it's it's not a. It's not, I mean, listen, I'm a I'm a bartender. I, I understand. Fair I, enough. But I'm gonna. Try persuading one more time. We're drifters through here. We're not really like we're concerned about the water shortage. That's yeah, no, I, I, like, yeah, I get it, I get it. But we're it's we, we won't tell a soul. It's we don't want trouble. We don't want trouble for you either. But I don't know. Just just to let it off your chest. Eighteen plus twelve, thirty. Wow. Um, he says, "Listen, buddy, I I can't really say anything." Wait, I got you. Windar points at him and uses message and says, no one can hear us in here. <laughs> Give me a second. I have to roll an arcana check. <laughs> <laughs> I love message so much. What uh, what school of magic is is message? Anybody know? Offhand. Oh, no. It's not that important, okay. but transmutation. it's transmutation. Trans- what? Um, <laughs> okay, that's really surprising to me. Not to him, though. Mm. And he goes, ah, transmutation. <laughs> nice. It's, it's useful. And he's still he makes and he's, that little... <laughs> and he's... Kiss the fingers. And, and Windar's, like, of course, with the weird hand gestures, his elbow, his elbow's out, like, on the... Well, elbow's on the table, hand is out, like, he's pointing at him, just, mm-hmm. you know, in conversation. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's trying to... Yeah, so he way. so seeing he, that I also point. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he he picks up some some keys 
and he just like you know he just kind of like almost like he's fidgeting and playing with them. Mm-hmm. But you'll notice that his one hand is fidgeting and playing with them, but his other hand is his two fingers are clamped tightly around a piece of thin copper wire that's on one of the keys. Mm-hmm. And and I mean he just kind of keeps gesturing to you, and he goes, "Look, I don't know who you guys are." In your head, obviously, not nobody else knows. Korath knows knows what's. Korath seen this this thing enough. Yeah, he's gonna sit down at that chair. So and just listeners, kinda... that's the table that nobody else was sitting at. Yeah, no he's... thugs, no halflings. He's just gonna sit at that chair, and actually, he's gonna grab Jinta and drag him along with me, and have him sit down too. <laughs> and um, it's like. Everybody's pointing. I'm just like, <laughs> let's have a seat. Uh, we're going to be here for a little while. So we sit. And as I sit down there, I want to just kind of not like looking, but I'm trying to like be a little bit more like just drinking my beer, listening to what's behind. Okay. I start to drink my beer also. Cool. We're going to get back to anything yeah. you might hear in yeah. just a second. Listen, I, you, you're, guys, you're nice enough guys. All right. Good tippers. Pleasant. Um. There's no harm in me telling you. He's recasting message every Mm -hmm. time he needs to for the record. This is a lot to say telepathically. Um, Okay, so so the the boss in there right now, his name is Dagger. I know, that's lame. But Dagger, uh, he's one of the owners of this establishment. So I don't know if you've, I mean, they, you, you surrender your weapons at the door, kind of a neutral zone. It's actually owned by the three largest gangs in Stromals. They own it together. That way it's kind of this, you know, no one's going to destroy the bar because then they, you know, they lose their bar. But yeah, and right in there, and now is Dagger. See? Reserved. And there's a um, kind of a shelf, just like an empty shelf, and there's just a dagger sticking into it. So it's like not very conspicuous. And that's what he finishes up. So you, Korath. Yeah. And maybe you, Junta. What's your what are your passive perceptions? Nineteen. Your yours is nineteen? Yeah. Dang. You Dang. didn't know why you were dragged over, so I'm using your passive perception. You're tuning in. Yeah. You can roll. You can use your passive perception as a as a, as a bottom line. cap. Okay. Wait, hold on. Wow. Steve, Steve, you can play the halfling that keeps dozing off at the, at the table. <laughs> You're a jerk. You don't want to? He's doing it right now. <laughs> That's why he's lying he's on the ground. No, going, you, you, I'm, I give you full authority to make all decisions pertaining to this, this halfling. Does he have like a character sheet? <laughs> no. Uh, he has the statistics of a commoner. Okay. Challenge rating of zero. Cool. Armor class 10, hit points four. Awesome. He can have, he has one bludgeoning... Weapon of your choice. Does he have it on him? No. No. Damn. But he owns one. Cool. Does he have a name? Did they already say his name? Oh, it's all on you. Cool. Yeah. All right. So what what he hears with a, what Korath hears with a 20 plus two. Two. Okay. So 22. You, it's, it's mostly stupid guy stuff. You know, like, yeah, just see those on her and things like that. Like, you know, gross. And jerks. Yeah, classic <laughs> <his> jerks. <laughs> and the, you know, you listen to them for a few minutes intently, and it's really nothing. But you hear at one point someone say, 
like, haven't you noticed? You hear the the half orc go, "Hey, have you guys, you guys noticed uh, at night lately the guys in the black cloaks been, you know, coming in here." I mean, you know, no judgment, but like, you know, where, and, uh, and you hear the dwarf go, hey, <clears throat> it's, oh, oh, uh, the sky is blue, right? <laughs> and he goes, yes, the sky is blue. Um, and then they continue their conversation after a minute of awkward silence of we don't know what to talk about now. <laughs> As uh, they, they do that. <clears throat> I think Steve Sorry. wanted to say something. I just had a question. Are there any empty beer mugs or ale mugs in front of the halfling? And he's like, it's, does he have like anything on his table besides? Yeah, a ton. A ton, okay. Yeah. So he's like sleeping it off. All right, cool. Just curious. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so Korath hears that. Okay. Korath's going to just kind of give it a minute. And then he's going to... He's gonna take a take a drink of his of his ale. He's kind of just gonna be gonna be like he's gonna say like, "Hey, Windar, are you uh you gonna come sit down anytime soon?" Then after he says that, he's gonna like look around. And he's like, "I don't know if this place is gonna get any like any more crowded. I don't know if we can hold the table if we don't have it full." And he's gonna look around as he says that. Then he's gonna kind of zone in on the Goliath. Mm-hmm. He say like, "Whoa." I have not seen a Goliath since I've left my tribe. Hey! <laughs> yeah, it's another Goliath! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I feel like Goliaths are pretty loud. Yeah. So I feel like that's what the halfling is going to pick up his head and kind of like take in mm-hmm. who's in the bar with him and just like, he's just like looking around. Because we're so used to shouting over the wailing wind of the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. As while while Korath when, when Korath get was, up from his seat, kind of walk a little closer to Goliath and start talking. When when Korath was zoning in, was I walking? Was I still with Emmett? Like he and I were doing the message bit. Yes. Okay. It was happening so, simultaneously. Okay. So um, Windar turns around, walks back, and says, "Yeah, no, you're right. Wait, now you're leaving the table. I'll get back. I, 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 I this is an, a rare opportunity for me. All right, that's fair." <laughs> Oh, yeah, just, I haven't seen a Goliath like in like months. Windar raises his mug and says, "Cheers!" And he sits down. I'll hold your seat. So the halfling is going to look in all the mugs in front of him and see if there's any that still have a little <laughs> bit of alcohol left in it. One of them does. One of them does. He picks up that one and then he stands up and he like gives the people sitting at the table next to him like a daggers kind of look. And he's going to stumble over that table, bumping into every chair and piece of furniture on the way. And he's going to sit down at the empty chair and slam his mug down and just give him the stink eye. At who? Who are you giving All of them. He's going to look all three of them and just go like back and forth, just giving him the stink eye. The thugs? So the Goliath stood up when he noticed you. All right, cool. So the two of you, uh, I'm assuming you're standing because you went over, sort of. Yeah. And so he's he's doing that. Um, The... The half orc just kind of looks happy, like he's got just kind of just like content, <laughs> happy half orc. Yeah, he's got this just like happy look on his face, and the uh, the dwarf says, uh, "Excuse me, can we help you with something?" Yeah, <laughs> you're daggers boys, right? 
Why are you throwing names around like that? <laughs> this is a, a an establishment of peace. We don't need to be making wild accusations. You are daggers, boys. We're not. What are you getting that information from? The half orc here. Listen, he says and something. He stands up. And he gets really close you to you. Listen, and he's gonna take his mug and throw hey. it at this dwarf's face. Oh okay. <laughs> I have a backstory for this guy, so this makes <laughs> sense. Korath is gonna try and catch that mug. You're on like the other side of the table, aren't you? I was okay. So I'm assuming Goliath. Oh, the there. Goliath's on the left. So okay. I walked to the Goliath. So I'm assuming so I'm this is where the in halfling, between the two tables. No, this is the halfling sat at this seat. Oh no, no, we're gonna say that the. The half, that this halfling took the space that the Goliath gave up. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. And so now the Goliath and kind you of standing over in between all of, the tables. Oh, we're right there. Okay, so kind I couldn't do it. I couldn't do anything about right, that. Right, no. The mug hits the dwarf in the face. Nice. All right. Hey, uh, hey guys, uh, Windar here. Thanks for listening. Since while you guys are waiting for the next episode of Whatever happens to us, I don't even know half the time. You can visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where our usernames are Gonna Hurt D&D. Or you can check out our website at thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. It's pretty cool. For real, uh, feel free to email us any questions, comments, or concerns at thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Later, bros.